Celebrate good times. It is Couchcast number 25. I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlark. 80s Jeff. And this was the Couchcast that wasn't going to be because, well, we decided we're going to have to take a break tonight. Oh, Um, yeah. Great, great, great break. I mean, it's almost (laughs) Halloween. Yes. And so we're going to go out and hit some haunted houses. Screw the Couchcast. Screw, we, we we got plenty of shows to put up at this point so that we've already got in the can. So, Boom. Let's go out and have ourselves a good time out in Vegas, get a haunted house, get some drinks. Vegas, baby. And maybe get home and do something geeky. Yeah, well, you know what happened? What happened? Vegas failed me. Did it now? No. It failed me terribly. I keep telling you, everything you've loved is gone. Man, what the hell happened? I am a child of Vegas. I'm a native. I I used to love this town, and I still like to say I do. God, what happened? Where is everything? Tonight was just failure after failure after failure. Well, the first failure is just the the Halloween failure. Here it is. This is a Tuesday night before Halloween. Yep. And so we're, there's plenty of Halloween things to do in town if you read all the advertisements. Sure. But just not on a Tuesday night, apparently. Apparently not. But uh, Fright Dome doesn't open up till Wednesday, apparently, which is oh, the biggest yes. of all the Halloween stuff, which is a very good... Attraction. Yeah, they have the video board advertisements along the highway. It's like, Fright Dome, only five days left. And I'm like, oh, okay, we better get in there. And so, guess what? They're dark on Mondays and uh, Tuesdays. So we go to another one. Well, we try to go to another one, the one at Texas Station, which is blowing in the wind and desolate. Yeah, closed. And the one that used to be at Little Darling, the porn... Uh, yeah, there used to be that uh, yeah. topless yeah, haunted house at the strip club, Little Darling, in Las Vegas. Nothing. It's just a parking lot. And apparently, that didn't do so well in the last years, and decided not to bring it back again. It was. It used to be great, where you go in and there'd be a girl looking like she's giving a guy a BJ, and then boom, she bites what looks to be his wang off. I think she like spit out <laughs> really? a hot dog or something. Yeah, it was great. It's wonderful. Because uh, there, there must was be one twenty-one time, to enter. You know what? When I was working at Trek, there was a whole group of us that decided to go. It was a few actors, a lot of restaurant people. And so we get there, and we're waiting in line. And they're assuring us they're going to get us all in before they close, because it's like a little after 11 o'clock at night. This is the we, porn one, right? Yeah, this is the the one at the Little Darlings. And so Because we, we got over there, and we're all waiting in line, and it's cold, and it's windy, but... You know, we're all cool. We're having a good time. We say, yeah, we're going to go see this haunted house, blah, blah, blah. And we're sitting there, and we're standing in line, and they close it. What? <laughs> while we're in line. Bullshit. And they kept, the, the man, the, the, whoever it was that was running this kept rocking up and down the line. He's like, no, 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 there's plenty of, there's plenty of time. We, we, you know, we'll make sure we get all of you in because we capped the line right after you guys, blah, blah, blah. And I am not kidding you. They closed it. Just as our group got up to the front. So uh, that was my uh, one and only experience with the Little Darlings Haunted House. Um, I know we tried to go again another year, but uh, when we got there, it was too late because they Well, I guess the failure extends back a few years then. So if you want to go there, 
get in the time machine and go back to like 2001. But anyway, getting back to tonight, and then... So he trades then, back to the one haunted house that we know is open, the one yes, in New York, New York. Because I passed by it on my way home this evening. And so we get around there... Around 5.30-ish. And it we was get there, open. It says open 6 p.m. till late. So we get there probably about 10 o'clock. Is that no, sound right? About, it was earlier o'clock. than that. It was about 9.20 maybe. Really? That early? Yeah. Was it? All right. Yeah. So, so I'll say roughly 9.30. And okay. apparently... That's late because it's closed. It was also pretty windy, too. Yeah, that's true. And, and it's a uh, trash bag top of their, their ceiling outdoors is blowing in the wind. Uh, so we might have saved ourselves 20 bucks each on that one. Yeah. So no haunted houses for us. So we say, you know what? Let's take a little walk up the strip and see what's what. Because if you live in Vegas, every I don't care if you're a geek or what. You have to go and do the strip every so often. That's right. Yeah, just it's to, fun it's just to this is your city and enjoy. Yeah, just admire the the splendor that is the Las Vegas Strip. The I mean, lie of the opulence. Yeah, that well, used to be because now there's even more fail coming. You ready for some more fail? Bring the fail. Hard Rock Cafe. All right. Okay, so we go to the Hard Rock Cafe, mm-hmm. and as you remember, we walk in and you know we're greeted warmly by someone you know. Right. Right. And then um, so we go upstairs. And we're looking for the bar, you know, we figure, okay, hard rock on the strip. It's got to be busy. got to be happening. Yeah, really but I no wanted to go there. to the bar where I knew some people, such, and nobody I knew was working the bar that oh, night. So yeah, we decided to press man. on. And it was Deadsville in there anyway. Right. Yeah. So, we, well, <laughs> apparently in Vegas it's Deadsville altogether, as we learned real quickly. Well, it's it's a Tuesday night, and the weather just changed, and it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it was in the mid-50s. We got up to a certain point. And we realized, you know, there's really nothing out here. There used to be a time when I would have these drunken walks up and down the strip right mm-hmm. at that area. And there was always stuff to do. There was always people, even this late in the year, with a little chill in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, after, after the whole construction of the city center, there's really nothing to see as you're just walking for a good half a mile or so. That's I mean, true. yeah, there's where stuff the to see. Where the boardwalk used to be? Yeah, with the boardwalk. Oh, I missed the boardwalk quarter hot dogs and i think they were making a profit on it <laughs> so we turn around at some point and we're walking by this crappy hawaiian marketplace thing and there's everything's closed and it was the loneliest karaoke in the world that was said. so <laughs> pitiful oh so pitiful it was like like they're in this small corral <laughs> that they were being herded one by one to the karaoke microphone to sing for the passerbys it's like some strange penance. <laughs> oh, and then and then Barry goes, oh, you know what? There used to be this great bar right up at the top of the Polo Towers. Let's go check it out. There was a great bar. There was a great bar on like the 19th floor where you can overlook the strip, and it was really nice. Well, apparently, well, we go all the way up there. No, it's been closed. You closed for three years. Three years it's been closed. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. Technically, it shouldn't be closed because I didn't get the memo. So three years late on that one. Sorry, guys. A little more fail for you. Houdini's Piano Bar. Oh, my God. So then we walk over to the Monte Carlo. Now, the Monte Carlo used to be a great little hangout. Um, a friend of mine used to work there. And there was this bar called Houdini's. Dark, mm-hmm. dimly lit, overstuffed, maroonish, purple-like chairs. Mm-hmm. Piano going. It was really nice. Now, where's Where's Houdini's? Steakhouse. Steakhouse. Fucking steakhouse. With a big picture of a cow nose in it. Ugh. Even the, there was a a maid bar, a maid cafe that's supposed to be there. Yeah, that's closed. I, I think they have uh, various times that they do that. 
going to be a maid cafe. It's going to be a maid cafe. 24 freaking hours. God, how many times did we have people stop us? Like, hey, you guys want to go to a strip club? Strip club? Free free limo ride? Free, like, no, it was getting no, annoying. Yes. I, I did get a lot of free porn from the, uh, oh, yes. from the little guys that flipped the thing. They go. Yeah. You got a stack. You got about two full card decks worth. Oh, yeah. And I sorted them all, too. This one's cute. Vicky, $49. Let me see. Yeah, she's cute. Tap, um, tap Vicky for blowjob. <laughs> um, we did have one piece of not fail. Uh, apparently, little darlings. It, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, this was funny. This is great. I have to admit. Uh, I've seen, when you when you go up and down the Las Vegas Strip, you're going to see ads, hot girls directly to your room, whatever, on like the sides Tra- of trucks, yeah, big, traveling big mobile. Bif- Big mobile billboards, some of them uh, video, Whoa. some of them, you know, just Nothing backlit. beats this. This one wasn't a video ad. This one actually had girls in the back of a, a glass tank on the truck with a, a stripper pole and a, and a megaphone. Hey, guys, go look over here. And there's girls dancing on the stripper pole, all lit up in the back of this truck. It was awesome. It was now, granted, so they were bare, they were wearing it's bikinis, great. so so they were they were somewhat clad, but you right. know, less clad than you would expect to see, you know, running up and down the strip. It made me want to go to the club. It was it, a mobile strip club. It yeah, it was like that looks like fun. And some guy saw him and started and took off after him yeah, running. This guy yeah, took off running at him. It was it funny. Full blast run. Oh it, it man, like he was being chased. It was it pretty was, funny, I have to say. It was pretty good. So. Dismayed by all our fail, uh, we decide to go back to where we parked the car at the New York, New York. Right. And we walk up to the uh, the games. Now, New York, New York, they Coney have... Coney Island. Yeah, they have like a little Coney Island thing there, which if anyone's ever been to Coney Island, it's just like Coney Island in that it sucks. Um, <laughs> it's dilapidated and falling apart. Yeah, pretty much. And they have all these games, you know, like uh, you put a quarter in, you win tickets to get cheap prizes or whatever. Now I remember arcade. I remember back when arcades were arcades. Um, now it's all sports simulators and pay a dollar to win a ticket. That you might so you might get a plastic ring, and it's not like fun like it used to be. Well, these are all lame and all the prizes we didn't win anything. And well, th- th- this is the killer, all right. You're playing these games and it's you win two tickets here, you win three tickets there. When you go to the uh, ticket redemption center. It turns out you can buy five tickets for a quarter Ugh. when you were playing games that cost you two dollars to win three tickets. The only thing it's I saw big pile of stupid was a little statuette of Wolverine, and it was nine hundred and eighty tickets. It was plastic. It was ridiculous. What other? What else is also interesting is it's that that Coney Island in New York, New York, is like half the size it used to be. That's so true. It's it used to be a lot bigger and have a lot more video games. And it used to have laser tag. Yeah, yeah, the laser tag and the bumper cars. Even the Nathan's hot dog is a third of the size it used to be. Yeah, well, they, they, they had the Nathan's and had like two other um, little rest, like a Hagen dazs and Nathan's and something else in that little overlook area. And now they've just moved the Nathan's off to the side by itself, and I don't know what they've done with that area. Turned it into a meeting room or something, maybe? Party room for the children. Yeah, I didn't go. get one drink all night. Vegas, you failed me. Wow. There's some uh, single malt on top of the fridge if you want there. Man. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, I'll be right back. And so That at, needs to get in me right now. All right, and so at this point, we decide that, you know what, maybe we should do a couch cast after all to make sure that this evening <laughs> yes, Barry is felt he needed not to a vent. complete fail. And, of course, this is Couch Cast 25, which is a milestone for some people or whatnot. So yes. it, you only hit 25 once. Celebrate it how you can. We tried to celebrate it in Vegas and failed. 
Yes, something like that. <laughs> so so next time we're just going to go to the Pepper Mill because if you want to have a drink in Vegas and do it old school, Pepper Mill is still the place Hell to yeah, do it. See that? He's already digging into my drinks. Fuck yeah, Peppermill's awesome. <laughs> He's bringing the whole He's bottle. He's got the bottle and a Star Trek mug. Do you want some ice style. and some water there? Oh yeah, ice. <laughs> water? Who the fuck needs water? Scotch and water? Mm, nothing like scotch a free and... bottle of scotch I- and scotch. Irish whiskey. <laughs> no, it is scotch whiskey, isn't it? Yeah, scotch. I was thinking it was Irish. Nay, a scotch whiskey. Whiskey. So, because of this... <laughs> lack of preparation. The weekend geek that we have prepped for this evening is fairly small, but at the same time, fairly interesting. All right. So uh, uh, I'm the only one that really kind of dug it all up. So I'll go. I guess I'll go ahead and dive in, and then we can talk about whatever afterwards. Yeah, if we feel Barry like. forgot to bring his laptop. No, oh, I got something for you. I don't want to know what you. Get. No, no, no. And actually, this is good stuff. Um, I actually donated a dollar to this thing. I don't donate much to anyone. All right. No, Starving kids, puppies on fire. Fuck them. This he, guy, I gave him a dollar. But he, he really um, doesn't. Sounds of Science. Symphony of Science. Oh, Symphony of Science is awesome. Yeah, see? Um, some guy remixed uh, remixed a, a lot of uh, Carl Sagan stuff. I gave that dude five bucks two weeks ago. Oh, where the hell was I? <laughs> well, there's a new one out now. Oh, it's a new one? There's a new one out now. Go there, check it out. His remixes are great. I he does that, amazing I played work. that first one uh, over and over again. Oh, yeah. The new so one has good. Bill Nye in it. Bill Nye. And, uh, I uh, bought, Richard Feynman. I, I bought the yeah. last one. It's it's in my MP3 player. It's it's great. It's I, a great mix. What's it called? I don't know. I, I, I just called it the Carl Sagan remix with a special guest If you wish Stephen to make Hawking. an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. Yeah, uh, it had me right there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my bit. No, that's good stuff. I used to love watching Cosmos, and and it's, this thing is just it's tits, people. I mean, it's it's so fun to listen to. It's it's soothing, and I mean, I'm not one that wow, really likes the uh, the auto tune, the auto pitch correction, oh. the, you know, the vocoder thing. That tinny sound that you get when when they run that through that processor, but this actually works. It sounds yeah, good. It's 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 neat when it works. Barry is uh, what do you, what, do you, what, do you, what are you smelling there, Barry? You hear this? Yeah, I, All right, I hear let, you. Let scotch. me have some before you totally that ruin the, it. That is the smell. That is a sound. very very smoky scotch. Oh. Well, this is from the was it? Is uh, what's the name of the island on there? I feel like I I, I licked a, a a dry rub rib. <laughs> I uh, that is some smooth I, scotch. Uh, oh, it's so good. I'm almost willing to have a glass myself. Nice. That's just straight up, right? And you just put it on on ice. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Let's go around. Nice. I win good things. That is good scotch. Gotta say. All right. First, there was a survey. Survey says over thirteen thousand internet users from the Netherlands, France, Germany, United Kingdom, Belgium, and United States to see gaming trends across the various nations. Okay. All right. According to their findings, a larger percentage of American respondents said that they played video games of any kind. Eighty-seven percent of American males said they play games, versus seventy-four percent in the UK, sixty-seven percent in Germany. And 66% in France. This doesn't surprise me, as we have a very strong gaming culture. And not only are more Americans playing, they're spending much more time with games. Average American male spent 11.5 hours playing each week 
versus 6.5 hours in UK, 5.2 hours in Germany, and 7.1 hours in France. Not surprising. We are a fat escapist culture. Female respondents were less likely to game than males, but the ratios remain nearly identical. Hmm. According to the survey, MMO games are vastly more popular in the U.S. than in Europe, with 21% respondents saying they play games in virtual worlds. Was, was Asia in there anywhere? No, Asia? Asia was not in this at all. This is Europe Just and, European and nations. Uh, U.S. That's what I want to see. And in, the, in uh, most other surveyed European nations, that rate is halved to 10 or 11%. This is MMOs, depending on the country. Huh. And that it's, is the survey of the week. That's, that's not a real surprising not really, no. Thing. You're right. We, we've uh, the ele- eleven point what hours was the average? Eleven point five. That seems a little low. Well, for that you, seems a little low for, for us. you. Yeah, for, yeah. for, for me, you. that's real low, especially with Borderlands out now. Yeah, that's, no kidding. That's per day. Yeah, I was gonna say. You've been playing that like a fiend. Oh, you're we lucky. have to drag you out of the house today. You're lucky I am doing this couch cast. <laughs> you want to be playing Borderlands? Okay, eleven and a half hours in a seven day week. That's that's just a little over an hour and a half a day, yeah. or no, not quite an hour. And, and a half this a day. this is average, so we we, we fit into a, a, a that a higher high, harder niche. Let's face it. We really waste that much time. I don't call it wasting. Yeah, it's just over an hour and a half a day. Oh, I feel unproductive. My I have a job. My free time is earned. It is spent. That's, free time. That's that's time you could be doing. Oh, I don't know. Blogging for an ugly couch show. It is time. Or I could just be playing Borderlands, which is easier and a lot more fun. <laughs> By the way, folks, be sure and check out the Geek Blog, where we're posting regular stories of shit. Shit. Whatever Crazy, comes to mind. Nutty shit. Stuff about Crazy, stuff irrelevant to geeks. Wackiness. Overall, yes, because everyone put on hold. <laughs> Okay, I got pissed off the other day because I was on hold. <laughs> I noticed. I <was> really pissed <laughs> off. Oh, and today I was yeah, on hold for like about an hour. It. It, was a, it was a fairly elaborate, well thought out blog too. It uh, was. It, that, I try. You write well. Well I, done. I try. Uh, that yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Kirsten Serpansky, give me a call. I'm trying to get him to write for us. <laughs> Netflix stock went soaring. Really? And now we know why. After countless rumors. Netflix streaming service is finally coming to PlayStation 3. Mm, Even yes. better, it'll be free for PlayStation Network members that have a Netflix account. Well, same as the yeah, Xbox. Yeah, just Live. like the Xbox 360. But a press release, Netflix expects to begin streaming via the PS3 system next month with no additional cost to Netflix members in the United States who have a PS3 system. I just said that. But for the PS3, you have to send away for a disc that you put in your, your, um, in your PS3 not just once to upload software onto your system every single time you want to watch a movie on Netflix. I didn't read that anywhere. Why would that be necessary? Are you sure? Um, There is a software solution coming, but not until 2010 or to 2010. Yeah. So, So not until next year. Fail, Sony. So, yeah, because I went on on Netflix site when I saw that, and I was, like, curious, and it says, click here to receive your free... Netflix disc to watch movies instantly on PS3. Are you serious? Time for an AV geek bit. Um, I gotta tell you, Sony always has this problem with all their shit because they keep everything so proprietary. Uh, Case in point, um, my camera. I have a handy cam (laughs) that that whenever we record anything on it, Jeff's gotta bring it over to my place so it could be taken off my that thing and converted because it's in some weird format. H 
AVC, it's AVC HD, which is Advanced Video Codec High Def, and um, it's only supported by a few Sony Vegas. Big surprise. Well, no, well Sony, Sony and Panasonic, and I forget who the third company is co-developed this this codec. So I mean, it's hello, it's, it's fucking twenty oh nine Universal ANSI standards. Totally possible. Well, Maybe you've heard of it. There's about 20 video codecs out there for every format, so, I mean, it's... Uh, someone win the format war already, please. Well, I mean, it's supported by Adobe CS4. There will always be a format war. Yeah, the point is, Sony, what the hell? Why has everything got to be proprietary? I know you're trying to get a monopoly on things, but it's never going to work. <clears throat> Memory stick. Laser disc. <laughs> everything. Everything's Sony. <laughs> Boo on you. Betamax. Hey, Betamax was a good... Betamax was a great format. They're still using it. What? No, actually, they they just stopped production of the Betamax SP digital um, cassettes. For professional recording and stuff. Because most of them are going to either mini-DV recording format or See? solid state, like what we use. And you thought Beta lost the war. Well, it kind of did. Oh, my God. A couple of uh, Comic-Cons ago, we did an interview with uh, uh, the guys from The Force Unleashed. And they're like, hey, here's some B-roll. They hand us this big old beta thing. And we're like, thanks. What the fuck are we going to do with this? It was, it was like a digital beta cassette as well as like a 3 inch digital. I had to toss it. I had nothing to read it with. The 3 inch one, I was like, whoa, okay. I didn't even know they still made these. Give me a CD with an AVI or an MPEG on it. Jesus, how hard is that? Anyway, geek uh, rant three, over. Three-quarter, rather. Not Sorry, months. people who totally didn't get any of that. And we can wake up now. If you've yet to acquire plans for this Halloween weekend, go along with your totally rad costume. Totally rad. Chris, Cryptic Studios has a pretty great diversion you might want to sign up for. Uh-oh. Starting Uh-oh. October 30th, you'll be able to download Champions Online at no cost and take on the mantle of superhero on your own until November 2nd. The free-to-play weekend is being offered in an attempt to promote the title's first live update, Blood Moon. Yes, Champions Online is now fucking free. Didn't you that know? was quick. Just for that, just for this weekend. 30th through the 1st. But it's free. Give it, it a shot. It's not bad. It's not a bad idea for marketing. No, it is. It's a great idea of marketing, getting people to play. I wish I'd have waited. <laughs> They're marketing it the same way they market crack. That's right. So, and that seems to work fine. First so, taste is always it. free. I tried it. wasn't for me, but someone out there might enjoy it. wasn't for you. That's not what you said. I think you used much harsher terms for the game. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, nothing bad to say? No, because I got want to skip on it because this next thing is so cool. You are going to cream in those. Well, 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 you actually are wearing jeans. Yeah, so. well, well, hang on one second. All right. Champions Online, isn't that that's, that's cryptic? Cryptic's doing Star Trek online. Yep. Yeah. Are there yes, going to be are. elements that are similar? God, and I does that not. not make you worry? No, not really. I don't think it necessarily is because it's not the same teams that are working it. Mm. They use elements, though. On top of it, I like City of Heroes. They did that. City I didn't like uh, the, this new one. Hmm. We shall see. I'm on the fence right now. I read something about Star Trek Online. and maybe Did you, you read something? Yes, I did. Maybe you can clarify this for me. Yeah, okay. Okay, so Star Trek Online. <clears throat> Eventually, you can go from shitty old ships to nice new shiny ships, from like right. the Constitution class to like the Sovereign class. Okay. 
And they address a point in their frequently asked questions about, well, won't everyone be running around in Tier 5 ships? And they say in a roundabout way, no, not at all, because you can do better. So you can do some stuff in a Tier 4 that you can't do in a Tier 5, da da da, da. But then they come right back around to saying, well, yeah, obviously Tier 5 ships will be better than t- anything Tier 4. Okay. Well, it's- So that answers the question. Yes, everyone will be running around on the same big ship. Everybody likes an epic mount. Yeah. So I expect the end game, which everyone will reach in about three weeks, maybe. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a ton of sovereign class ships tooling around, and that's pretty much it. So they're not even going to like, like in some of the previous incarnations of Star Trek video games, they had. It's just what are you doing? the refrigerator. It's just the fridge. Anyway, yeah. move on. They, you know, they'd have, so... you know, the larger the ship, the slower it is. You know, the smaller ships were faster, so, you know, they, the smaller ships can run circles around the larger ships. They just aren't yeah. as powerful, you know, weapon-wise. But they're going to have those tiny little ships, uh, but Tier 5 ones. Oh, okay. I get you now. Dude, I don't know. Whatever. Barry, you are so sensitive to sound. I I've ever, I noticed that every when, last, when I was at your place the other night, my chair creaked, and you were like, what was that? And the the ice falls in the the refrigerator. You're like going to investigate. Someone rustles a paper the last week behind the couch, and you're like, "What's that?" <laughs> I, I don't like sounds I'm unfamiliar with. <laughs> they scare me. Awesome. <laughs> what else you got? What's gonna They're make me cream my cheese? Studio, studio, then here it is. Here it is. You're gonna, oh, the standard haunted house. This is from Chud.com. Told me about this one. Okay, the standard haunted house. As you're being pawed at by a bunch of booze stinking teens in shitty horror masks. But on Halloween, one haunted house is turning the tables. Evike, a paintball company, is hosting a zombie hunt at the El Monte location on October 31st. This is outside of Los Angeles. Uh oh. You and your friends Uh-oh. sign up as a team to be locked in the building and search out the fuses need to open the magnetically sealed gate. Air is running out, and you're trapped with a horde of hungry undead. <laughs> 16 bucks for a group of up to four, and 20 bucks more to replay. That price oh. includes everything you need. You don't bring your own paintball guns from home. That's a great price for something for an actual physical zombie hunt. These that people sounds... are hired to get hit by paint guns. Where is this? Cool. The, again, it runs... Uh, 5 p.m. to midnight on Halloween only, South El Monte, which is in Los Angeles. Oh, my God. And the paintball company is called Evike. E-V-I-K-E. I hope this gets big enough where they make one here in Vegas. Is that not brilliant? Inside a building, you have to find the fuses to open the magnetic door within the time because the air is getting foul and running out of time. Please, if anyone's in Vegas, Doug X, I'm kind of talking at you right now, please go to this and report. I must know more. Dude, we should get, like, something together and do that ourselves. I mean, that's a <laughs> fabulous idea. The Ugly Cow Show presents where, Zombie where, Hunt. What, what city is that in? South El South Monte. South El Monte, which is technically still Los Angeles. Oh, my God. Now, Find out about that, please. That is, isn't that just the most brilliant idea you've ever heard? Oh, my God. Write us comments at UglyCouchShow.com. I want to know more about it. Resident Evil the LARP. <laughs> oh my god, I love Yeah, but it's so even much. more than just with, LARP. With, you, know, you don't have to just go magic missile, magic missile. No, you, you can have, shoot it with paintball. Yeah, you have a projectile weapon and a blood splatter. 
Nice. That it's, makes me very happy. It is I hope the they do it right. Greatest ideas ever made. How can you do it not right? It's just I great. Just can't wait to hear a zombie go, not in the face, not in the face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I guess they just keep coming at you until you finally hit them in the head. I, I don't know how that works. I I guess there are rules. Uh, they must be wearing some kind of mask, I would hope. Well, I would I'm hope sure so. they'll explain it to you. Well, yeah. One I mean, would certainly hope. Even better if they just threw you in there with no rules. <laughs> people are bludgeoning people. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking machete through somebody. <laughs> oh, I'm not really a zombie. <laughs> Shanks are going left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Shanks for the memories. Wait, wasn't there four people in your group? They were zombies, too. <laughs> <laughs> so if you get bit, do you get to get hit in the head? That's a good question. I don't know. Do you, huh. that, that would be LARPing then, wouldn't it? If you get bit, if all of you get bit, you get to stay and be zombies. And you get shot at. That's great. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is real or if this was just a, a goof, but on MSN a couple of nights ago, somebody... Uh, apparently attacked someone else and the the justification to the cops when they arrived on scene was that this person thought the other person was a zombie and that was coming after them so they knocked them down and started beating them until they stopped moving and i'm just like i don't think that's allowable in court is that justifiable (laughs) look if i if i thought if i truly thought someone was a zombie I'm going to probably try and shoot them in the head or bludgeon them in, until their brains pop out. Right. And it, I wonder if... I would, need, I would need a little extra proof if I saw the very first one, I think. Or mm. if it's just the one, couldn't you just run away from it until you were absolutely safe? Now, is this a runner or a shambler? Yeah, that's true. You don't know. And if it's a runner, then it's just a dude with a uh, disease and you shouldn't be killing him anyway. You should absolutely be killing him. Are you kidding? There, that's even more reason to kill him. You know, people always say, "Oh, when the zombies come, they'll be slow." You know, I, I gave this a good amount of thought the other day. See, this is what I do with my <laughs> you time. Do that every day. I gave it a good amount of thought, and I thought, you know, if it does happen, it's probably going to be like some crazy disease, which means people will still be alive. Actually, there's and a they will run. There is a paper out there. A this is a published scientific Creepy. document. That this uh, professor did about a zombie disease and how it would run through the population with a full. He's a mathematician by by trade, and he did all the full mathematics. It's the first time they've ever published in a scientific journal a fictional disease study. But okay. he did all the thinking on how it would actually work out. And how it would grow. Well, they do that there. sort of thing for the CDC all the time. You know, just to k- studies of epidemio- right. epidemiology. Well, that's what this is, but this one's a zombie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And? So go check it out. It's out there. It's is, out there. Is, it, is it creepy? It's, it's, no, it's mathematical. It is really hard to read. Some of that shit just, you know, you it will is, sleep it, at night if you think of how easy it is for that stuff to happen. High-level academia. Huh. It's not saying how easy it happens. Just say once this, once it happens, this is how it would work out, and this is exactly how long the race would have. Oh, so there's a time limit. Oh yeah, it's figured out all mathematics. Sleep tight. Yeah, we're gonna die. <laughs> Don't let the zombie bugs bite. <laughs> I hope you like eating brain. <laughs> I think that's I the was... name of the study. I hope you like eating brain. Oh, now, great. if they're saying it's like a disease based, do they take into account natural immunity? They take into account the fact that. If you die, you could get resurrected, and if you oh, get okay. bit, you could get infected. 
Okay. I so I'm sure there's an immunity factor in there. You'll have to read the paper. I haven't uh, read it all. So yeah. it's it's a lot of reading. It's huge. Okay. Well, we've been talking a lot about Dante's Inferno and their their interesting marketing. Oh, yes. Well, Chud.com got rickrolled by Dante's Inferno. What? They have a video of it. I highly recommend checking it out on Chud.com. They got this wooden crate. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to use their own words because I like the way he put it. So this is quoting Chud.com. EA has been doing some ridiculous things with their marketing of Dante's Inferno. They gave us all unique, disgusting books on Community Day. They mailed out checks for $200 for the month of greed. They're really looking to mess with people's minds. They take us down each circle of hell. It seems my sin is wrath. A 17-pound package appeared from FedEx today. Inside was a wooden crate. I took the twine off and opened it to eerie, spooky sounds that soon were silenced by the horrific noise of Rick Ashley's never going to give you up. Oh! <laughs> it was then that I realized the crate was completely sealed and that the whole song was playing. There was no way to turn it off. As it finished, I breathed a sigh of relief because that bastard was loud. And then it started again. <laughs> oh! <laughs> The guy had to bust through three layers of wooden crate (laughs) to get through to the small sound system within that played the song four times by the time he got through it. So he had to become wrath. Yes. Oh, my God. I love – I'm buying that game. I'm buying that game. That's awesome. And in the bottom – You win. Next to the speaker system was a scroll saying that you had succumbed to wrath. Here's my question. How did it take him let's, – let's just take the average song being three minutes. Mm-hmm. How did it take this guy over 12 minutes to break through this freaking crate? Look, it's a crate. you got to find a crowbar. Look at the video. He is breaking with a hammer, and after he goes through, he's like, shit, there's another level. And he's pointing, pulling things uh, out. I mean, there's video of him dealing with it. Interesting. I recommend it. Chud.com. It's wow, that's awesome. I mean, they've done some neat stuff so far, but that this has been my favorite. And you're right. I, I I almost don't care if it's a good game or not. Almost out of respect, I feel I need to buy this game. I respect good marketing. Uh, I really, really respect good marketing. I signed up for the Jack in the Box uh, email list just because I love their marketing so much. <laughs> their marketing is top dog, aren't they? Top notch, isn't it? Truly respect good marketing like that. Wow, really? Wow. The greed <laughs> thing, I don't know. Because that wouldn't fly. You just cash. The, everyone, I'm sure, cash that check. Oh yeah, somebody sends me a two hundred dollar check for nothing. I'm gonna probably cash it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's a, you're talking about journalist reviewers who are very careful. Journalists about, are poor, man. They are poor, but reviewers. I, I listen to pop reviewer podcasts all the time. They're talking about how they always try to balance because people are always trying to buy them certain things, swag and trips and so on, and they they're like they have to keep that shit to a minimum because they get swayed by it we keep it to a minimum we do because we don't get swayed by anybody (laughs) no one's trying to sway us we we always get our swag post review so it's not not really a pain yeah yeah, we we, yeah we get a thank you yeah (laughs) a polite thank you not even a link what the hell no we got we got a link yeah nightshade apparel we still adore you yeah yeah we're right on there uh their page. And I We're hope like that's the, the next, second I hope thing on the next episode going up so I can finally email him saying, here's the thing I promised you a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> we, we linked him, though. Yes, we did, and still do. Yeah. All right, I only have one final piece of news, and uh-huh. I want to go out highbrow. 
Highbrow. This is by uh, Topless. The hell show are you on? This is Topless Robot. If you haven't read them, they're kind of like a geekology kind of blog. Okay. So they're they're uh, they're really fun. And I'm just gonna say it in two words, man. Vampire fleshlight. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> uh, what? I got something to say about that after you're done. I'm just gonna read it through because again, it's just it's just brilliant writing. So this is Topless Robot quote. The vagina in a can sex toy used by yeah. lonely men whose hands have apparently stopped returning their calls. <laughs> I admit I'm a bit confused, since although the characters and fans of Twilight love not having sex before marriage, those are 99% girls, right? I'm not saying there are no Twilight male Twilight fans, but I've never heard of one. But this, called the suck you dry, by the way, <laughs> is clearly for boys with penises. Okay, I have seen this thing. I've seen it too, and it's it look. If I was into that, it looked looks very interesting. I got nothing against people who are into it because they're. It looks like an excellent male masturbation tool. I have never used them. I've never tried them, but that material, I've touched it, and it's really interesting material. Uh, you know what? I don't disagree with that. However, you are never going to see those vampire fangs near your penis because. When actuality, what you're doing is rubbing a shaving cream can over your penis, or at least that's what it would look like to the casual viewer. Well, the cat, you're not supposed to have viewers. It's supposed to be a private thing. When your mom walks down to the basement and <laughs> sees you. <laughs> okay, with, if you're still living in your parents' in your house, don't buy tools. Understand, flashlight is a fake flashlight or a can that you unscrew the top of and underneath is a well a pocket pussy to, to pretty yeah, much hit it on the pretty mark. much now the vampire one has little teeth inside too so it gives you that extra rubbing yes. feeling i looked at this now yes. do you don't want to know why i was looking at this because i swear to god i did not know you were going to you were going to bring this thing up at the at the uh on the couch cast tonight uh-huh. i got an email see I own a domain called fangbangers.com. Yes, you do. Fang-bangers.com. I remember when you bought it. I bought it when you I was in the tr- here. When I was a- No, I bought it when I was in the True Blood uh, panel at 2008 Comic-Con. Oh, that's right. Cuz I was going to set up vampire porn site. He bought it while we were in the <laughs> the, the panel. The panel. <laughs> He's like, "Ooh," he flips open his laptop and he goes, "Fangbangers is available." Bye. <laughs> so just this morning, Sorry. I get an email uh, from Orlando at Fleshlight.com. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. And he's like, uh, yeah, we might be interested in that domain. Uh, how much you want for it? <laughs> what an awesome sales tool. So all the people looking for fang bangers, all the True Blood fans, they're going to find the sucky dry. <laughs> I told the guy, I said, dude, you want to buy it for me? Here's a low price. Plus, send me a couple of those things I could send out for Christmas gifts. <laughs> and I'm sure he said that. So, dude, if you are listening, email me back. I'm serious. And we'll give you all kind of press. We will review <laughs> the oh. suck you dry. No, wait. Does that? How oh. are we going to review this? I don't want the answer. I'll try it. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck it. He just said that there. He he knows what he's giving out for Christmas presents. There we go. Guess what we're getting for Christmas? <laughs> Boo! Yay! We all. Hey, get free swag! What the? <laughs> oh fuck! I'm gonna need three. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Paul will use it? Oh yeah! Oh man, unabashedly. He'll just pretend it's He'll Belladonna. Probably use it right in front <laughs> of his wife. Yeah, look at this. 
I'm getting my dang pot bitten. Your dang, your dang, <laughs> your bitten. dang. I thought it was a wang. Your, your Kansas is coming through. Yeah, I'm tired. It's been a long day. <laughs> this suck you dry. I didn't even think you'd bring that up. It's awesome. Yeah, but that's all I brought for Week and Geek. Oh God, Vegas, why'd you fail me? Now I'm looking at these little, uh, these little porn things. But you know what? And yes, I'm... think of the <laughs> uh, poor guys. I, I, they must get paid by the card because they're giving us out like four or five of them at a time. Well, you earn. I'm shaking because, my head my no, and, and Barry's just like, I'll take them. I didn't even try. I usually get triple that on a night where I'm actually walking up and down the strip. The one good thing I used to like about the strip back when uh, Club Utopia was still around, now it's some stupid Empire ballroom that no one goes to, um, when I would be leaving there after a drunken night at around 5 in the morning to go home, I would walk on porn all the way to my car. (laughs) The streets are paved with porn. Amen. Which is as good as gold to me. Katrina and the Waves rewrite their popular song to Barry's liking. He's walking on porn. Well, he's walking on porn. Well, Vegas's failure was your boon because you got another couch cast out of it, folks. Yeah, and, uh, and we got content. You want to keep the couch cast going? Click on that donate button. But you know what? The best thing that you could do, folks, but if we you enjoy do it the show. We love it. You can just tell us your friends to listen to because mm-hmm. we, we enjoy doing it for you yes, and we, we enjoy, enjoy the it. fact that you like it. So write to us, comments at UglyCouchShow.com and uh, join us in all our frivolity on the website. Yes, follow us on Twitter, read the geek blog, carve us in stone. Hey, you know what? Masturbate to us on the About page. If you get an no. Ugly Couch Show tattoo, I'll give you all these little porn things I got <laughs> today on the street. <laughs> what a bargain. What a bargain! <laughs> Actually, seriously, if you have an awesome, awesome, awesome Vegas story that's real and not like a friend of a friend told you this thing, yes, I'll give you must, all these things. It must have happened to you. Like so you can feel like you're in Vegas. Again. Again. As you Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Until then, that's it for Weekend Geek. I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlog. 80s Jeff. Painfully, painfully dismayed by my city today. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Indeed. <laughs>